everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 Welcome to Sports Ecom 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-hosts, Vern Glenn and F.P. Santangelo Jr. Hopefully, Russell Jackman will join us in the next break. Uh, at each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. And in honor of the Masters, our theme today is golf. All right, we're going to have some golf questions. And okay. I, uh, hear, I hear Mr. Russell Jackman coming on, so uh, it'll be good. Okay, so a couple of things that uh, I have here for the next segments. Um, investors are showing interest in women's pro hockey. That's kind of interesting. Uh, Iowa pauses season ticket holders for women's basketball due to their success. Uh, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Well, we'll see. Uh, the NBA playoffs, uh, the NBA investigating the Mavericks for sitting players in order to get a higher draft pick, uh, Michael Jordan preparing to sell his stake in the Hornets, and holy smokes, the Tampa Bay Rays, 10 in a row. Now, we're recording this show on Tuesday, so we'll, we'll see what happens on, uh, uh, you know, for the next few days, because this will air on, on uh, Saturday. And then I know you guys have a few other things, and, and uh, Mr. FP is uh, only going to join us for the next couple of weeks, because he's moving onward and upward. Yes, this is going to be one of my last shows. I think I'll have one more in me after this. But yeah, it's been a it's been a pleasure discussing sports with you guys. It's been a lot of fun over almost a year plus now. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. Uh, well, the thing is, what you you start at seven a.m. Well, we'll just have yeah. to record at five thirty a.m. Vern, you won't mind, right? We're working the late night before. I don't see a smile yeah, Vern, on your Vern, face. Vern's like, no way. Vern's yeah, like, sleep is overrated, right? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. We record on Tuesdays because Vern—that's the time that he can he can fit it in. I don't know. Maybe maybe the only time we can all get together is like you know I don't know Sunday two a.m. Maybe we'll start doing that. All right, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money. Check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. They have some great uh, investments that are backed by real estate. And in today's market, that's a good place to be. All right, stay with us. Sports Econ 101 will be right back. is here to fill a void we all long for. The sound of the police, live. Dedicate to all the lovelies out there. This San Francisco Bay Area band has quickly made a buzz, wowing audiences at the hottest area nightclubs and events around the Bay. 
Stung. Having even been blessed by a sit-in performance by police founder, drummer Stuart Copeland, this trio of gifted musicians have established themselves as the premier police experience. Stung. Stung remain dedicated to bringing back that authentic sound that audiences have missed for so long. The sound of the early, the original, the police. So come and see for yourself. Come and get Stung. May 6th in Antioch and June 16th in Walnut Creek. Go to StungLive.com for details. Are you looking for a safer way to invest? The Freedom Fund at Pacific Private Money offers flexible investing opportunities. I'm Mark Honf, CEO of Pacific Private Money, and I invite you to hear what Tim has to say about our Freedom Fund. Pacific Private Money provides my ideal balance of security and liquidity, giving me steady monthly income at a profitable RA, backed by solid real estate holdings. The Freedom Fund earns nearly seven times the return available from the best bank savings account and still allows me access to my money as needed. I personally prefer investing with a trustworthy company backed by real estate than the volatile upsets of the stock market. You, too, can be earning consistent returns on your savings or retirement accounts. Give us a call to learn more. 415-926-4444, 415-926-4444, or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Do your current investments have you on pins and needles? Let's talk about an opportunity to earn 6 to 10% on investment through real estate secured debt. I'm Mark Honf, CEO at Pacific Private Money. For over a decade, our clients have been earning at above market yields secured by California real estate. Here's what our investor Carolyn had to say about investing with Pacific Private Money. I've been a highly satisfied investor with Pacific Private Money since 2014. I'm impressed with their competence, integrity, and transparency. Even through recent uncertain times, it was comforting to hold an investment that didn't keep me up at night while offering a reliable return. In seven years, I've never regretted investing with Pacific Private Money. You too can be earning consistent returns on your savings and retirement accounts. Give us a call to learn more. 415-926-4444 or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with F.P. Santangelo Jr., Vern Glenn, and Russell Jackman. Uh, so, guys, in, in honor of uh, the Masters, our, our trivia theme is golf. And uh, F.P., start us off with uh, the Masters. Yeah, the Masters got a bump this weekend. On Sunday, there's a 19% increase from Scotty Scheffler's win. So, John Rahm is the winner. And it looks like they ended up with 12.1 million viewers on Sunday, which is pretty, pretty good. That's about the same as a World Series game. That was better than the NCAA tournament final. So that that's really, really cool to see. So well, golf is strong right now. I mean, he did it and come from behind fashion. He started the day four shots back, and he ends the day winning by four. He played 30 holes that day because Mother Nature wreaked havoc over the weekend. So some of these third rounds had to be finished up early Sunday before the, the final round was played. But Good for him, you know, another Spaniard. And it happened on the birthday of his idol, Seve Ballesteros, yeah. who won the Masters in 1983. I wonder if uh, a lot of people tuned in to see if another tree was going to fall. 
<laughs> that was scary. That was scary, oh, though. That was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's funny. Yeah, you kind of look at some of the videos and, and you see people, what's going on here? I mean, fortunately, those trees fall kind of slowly. You know, you got to Yeah, unfortunately, you can't have a cell phone at the Masters. They take your cell phone. So maybe that saves some lives, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because people get distracted and not thinking about it. Yeah, that's a good point. Wow. Yeah, that was crazy weather weekend, but it was really cool to see. And then the crazy news that came out about Tiger Woods, he obviously had to withdraw, withdraw from the tournament because of injuries. He's, I think it was posture fasciitis. That's exactly what it was. Yep. But the, its reports are coming out now that a screw that's in his foot pop was piercing through his skin, and he was golfing with that. Isn't that ah. nuts? What an what a wow. absolute gamer. That guy's tough as nails. That reminds me of, uh, uh, come on, who's the bloody sock uh, to the Red Sox? Oh, yeah. Um, Roger. It's crazy. Was that Clemens? No, no, no. No, no. it was uh, – no. Wait, no, Schilling. Schilling. That Schilling. Was Schilling. Schilling, the bloody yeah, sock. Yeah. The bloody yep. sock. Wow. Oh, man, that's that's pretty scary. Um, but it was – How about Phil Mickelson finishing at eight under four shots back? I mean, he started making a charge, and it was like, you know, he's the poster child for the Live Golf Tour. So yeah, yeah. You know, for a while, all these live golf golf guys were were, were making noise. Kepler, Mickelson, yeah. and it was like, well, okay, the clash is on. Yeah, but in right, the end, Russ. it's John Rahm. Yeah, Ross, what, what, Russ, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say it. It turned out to be a lot more compelling than the NCAA finals, which you know, with all the 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 build up to it, with uh, so many um, upsets and so many Cinderellas. That you know turned out to be the same, you know, UConn, and and it wasn't really that great of a of a of a finals matchup. So I think that was disappointing to a lot of people. Hey, and I have to say, so sorry to all the misogynists out there, but the women's tournament was way better than the men's. Wait, so really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what's really cool too is look at the numbers and, and to see the how much better they've gotten over the years. You know, the men have gotten better too, but but the women, I think exponentially their talent i thought you said like the women's masters tournament sorry i, yeah. I totally didn't think about the women's yeah that women's ncaa tournament was a lot better ratings wise we, we discussed that last week but yeah it was it was more compelling speaking it, of it, women's the and the masters on. i i do have an interview with rose zhang later on today who won the women's augusta national mass uh tournament last week so i'll get wow. together with her later on today very cool. That's fantastic. I had a cool interview with Trace Thompson yesterday, who was the brother of Clay Thompson. And uh, Trace was saying all kinds of things about how proud he is of his of his brother. Can you imagine that household? You know, you, you're, you're the parents of two boys. One plays in the NBA and the other one plays for the Dodgers. Isn't that something? Yeah. Good genetics, huh? I yeah. wish I had something like that. You know, FP Senior played baseball, if you don't know, and you're listening right now. But I always give them – Tons of thoughts over how come I didn't get any talent from you? Yeah. Come on, all these juniors playing Major League Baseball, and I couldn't even hit in junior college. This is horrible. So you blame it on your mom, right? No, my mom was a track star. Oh. It, this is I blame it on him now. So this <laughs> is his fault. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, it's funny. My my daughter got our. Uh, well, actually, my son was pretty good too. My my son has had a, an incredible arm. I mean, it was kind of scary to see how far he could throw a baseball. Uh, but I think with his eyes, uh, you know, he had to have uh, an eye operation when he was little. And so, you know, the eye coordination was a little bit different. But 
our daughter is, um, uh, she was, she was a really good third baseman, you know, uh, great arm, could hit the ball and all that. So, you know, you look back, like, so my side of the family, we have, we have strength. We're a lot stronger than we, than we look, but my wife though, her, her dad played a short time for the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, kind of, kind of a Husky guy. And, uh, uh, and then my, my mother-in-law was a big time ballerina. So you get all the kind of finesse and all that kind of stuff. And so yeah. The real funny part is my sister's the freak athlete. She just like sports weren't her thing. She played soccer and she was elite. She was oh, really wow. good. So she got, she got the genes. I didn't, which is really funny, but, and then she's yeah. like, yeah, sports aren't my thing. But you got the brains though. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I got <nothing. laughs> well, you got talent. You got talent though. You know, you, you do a good job here. That's for sure. Um, Okay, so actually uh, continuing on with the women's basketball. So Iowa, uh, because they had uh, gone up the ladder so much, uh, they came in second, right? Uh, they're pausing the season ticket holders due to their success. So, I mean, a lot of these teams, it's really kind of cool. It's like they kind of come out of nowhere. Well, I don't say they come out of nowhere, but. Iowa did uh, not come out of nowhere. No, not, not yeah. I, I take that. I, I, don't, I don't mean it the way it sounds. Maybe to I the misogynist out there. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I don't mean that. I'm not, no, like San Diego State for, for uh, the men's, right? It's like, you know, suddenly there's going to be a lot more people interested in the team, you know, both kids coming to college and season ticket holders, right? I mean, isn't that kind of a natural progression? Uh, Mr. Brown, Steve Fisher, the former San Diego State coach, he's on line one. Yeah. <laughs> The Aztecs have made noise in basketball for years. Well, I, yeah. okay, but but, uh, but they've never made it this far, though. That far. Not to the That's final true. four. Yeah, no. yeah. And so, I mean, it's just kind of typical where, you know, same thing. Listen, for I remember when the 49ers were so bad, it was hard to uh, uh, hard to watch them, you know, when John Brody played for them and all that, right? I mean, they sure they had Gene Washington was fantastic and a few other good players, but it just – they were good in the early 70s. They just couldn't get by the Cowboys. Yeah. Then they had some declining years where they just couldn't, they they couldn't, couldn't buy a yeah. win. But suddenly, you know, Montana and Clark and Ronnie Lott and all that stuff. And suddenly there's a whole bunch of 49er fans, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of typical. I, I get it. Well, that's the market, you know. Well, Everybody loves example. the winner. Well, okay. So Tampa, we're going to say one more thing before we go to break. Tampa Bay uh, raised their 10-0 and as, as of today. And Tampa Bay is one of those teams where, you know, if they can get 500 people to show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's another franchise that, that had massive attendance issues at the Trop. And, but, and what was, yeah. what was that was I mean, they were in the World Series a couple of times, and it's still hard mm-hmm. to get people to go. You know, I, I, I mean, I'm trying to think of like, you know, Tampa Bay, uh, you know. They've had a couple of good runs, especially when Evan Longoria was their star. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've invested in some star players before. It's, again, it's the attendance, it's the location. There's a lot of rumble about a new team coming to Nashville. So maybe Tampa Bay moves to Nashville. Maybe they just oh. open an expansion team there. But the whole the whole thing is interesting. So what? Very the, interesting. So what's what are people watching? Are highlight? You know, I mean, I've actually seen highlights, pretty exciting, but, uh, you know, it's like, what are all the fans doing? Okay, you guys ready for our first commercial break? Uh, Again, we're talking uh, golf. We'll see how much golf you guys know. All right. Um, Only 18 albatrosses have been achieved in major golf tournaments. What is another name for an albatross in golf? All right. Mm. That's our trivia question. Email edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to this golf question. 
Only 18 albatrosses have been achieved in major golf tournaments. What is another name for an albatross? All right, stay with us. Don't touch that dial, Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown along with F.P. Santangelo Jr., Vernon Glenn, and Russell Jackman. Our first trivia question about golf. Only 18 albatrosses have been achieved in major golf tournaments. What is another name for an albatross? 
Double eagle? Double eagle. Very good. That's right. So uh, that's like getting a two on a par five, which is basically three under par. Um, a couple of times, some guys have gotten a hole in one on a par four. That's that's, that's impressive. Yeah. yeah well, that's, these big guys, these, these big, strong guys, they can drive the green. Yeah. Sometimes, fact, hey, well, all go in. Oh, in fact, one of them, if you if you look online, uh, one time what happened was a guy, uh, there was someone on the green, and he, he just left his putter there because it was like, okay, well, you know, I mean, he was looking for a shot and all that, and uh, no one's expecting a ball to get hit from the tee, right? Well, he yeah. Hit the putter and went right in. Oh, my goodness. Ricochet, yeah, if you look that up. It's wow. Vern, you just reminded me of a funny video I saw this morning. John Rahm, there's a video of him that kind of went viral, and he's deadlifting 300 pounds, which, if you guys know, is it's really not – it's like normal human weight, right? And we're so conditioned that these elite athletes lift 500 pounds and everything, right? And he's a big dude. So you look at the comments, and he's like, he only did 300 pounds for a four set. He only did it four times, and they're roasting him. It's like, guys. Wow. That guy just won the Masters. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> he's really good. <laughs> Well, like, you guys will never win the Masters. Yeah, also, you know, you think, uh, I mean, I guess, I guess deadlifting would be okay. You'd be, you don't want to, it depends on the, it depends on the actual sport and the actual person. But it's core. It, it's all, it's all core and stabilization. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's all, it's all relative. He wouldn't be doing it. He's got a trainer just for golf. So he wouldn't be doing it unless it was exactly. beneficial. Yeah. And, and also, you know, I mean, you know, for the, you need, you need a lot of legs and hip for, uh, for, for golf. Uh, I was just thinking oh, yeah. some guys, um, you know, like for, for basketball, most of the guys don't really want to lift heavy weights because I mean, it totally gets you all height and stuff like that. That's why. Yeah. You I want to, you, you, you want, I mean, you want to be strong. You want, you want a strong core, but, uh, but you want to yeah. be flexible. Well, and I've said, this yes, before, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, apparently he never lifted weights, but what he did was a heavy rope. And if you guys have ever done mm. a heavy rope, yeah, it's hard. That's tough. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it, yeah. Don't get hurt, but you know you get strong and you know that, that, all that fun stuff. Um, uh, so investors are showing interest in women's pro hockey. Interesting. By rules. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of cool. So you know, again, hopefully, let's keep the men out of it. Let the women have their own sports and uh, let them go. Let's yeah, go. no, I think I think there's a lot of interest there. I know or know uh, when the Olympics happens, right? The women's hockey is a lot of fun to watch. To watch Team USA and Team Canada go at it. I know I would watch it a bunch during the Winter Olympics. So that, that's really exciting. On the other side, did you guys know professional gaming is taking a nosedive right now? So all those teams that invest, like, I'm sure you remember hearing tons of athletes invest into these professional gaming teams, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the, the whole there, esports thing. The whole esports scene. An wow. absolute nosedive. Like Snoop Dogg is pulling out uh, the FaZe Clan, which is the big one, is just seeing monumental losses, like stock stock market dropping like you've never seen before. Everything is just being wiped out in the esports scene. It's being seen as one of the worst investments you could have made right now. Why? Yeah, it's, 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 why? What, what's going on? Well, it turns out that people like to watch professionals play, but they like personality a little bit more. So these guys who play all day, right? really don't really have a personality to sell yeah. with it. And it's really hard to follow your favorite gamer. Whereas on the Twitch scene and the streaming scene, and if you go on YouTube, you have uh, the guys like Bay Area Zone, Dr. Disrespect, who wears the mullet with the glasses and the, and the fake beard. And he's like screaming and yelling at people. And he's got a personality. He does a character, right? 
Yeah. So that's that's where all the money is being invested into now is kind of the celebrity, the comedians, the personalities that play these games. And the esport is just seen as a little bit too sweaty. You know, it's really hard to relate somebody that plays games 15 hours a day, right? And have a connection with them as a as somebody that like, you know, we go to work, all of us go to work, right? And we want to relax. It's kind of hard to really commit time to something like that where you're like, ah, I just don't relate to somebody that sits down and that's why buddies 18 hours a day that's why buddy satello had to have a personality isn't that right russ it it helps you know when you're trying to i i you know when you think about it also i think that a lot of people look at at video gaming as like something that anyone can do as opposed to you know when you we were just talking about guys lifting 300 500 pounds and 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 uh you know uh, uh, somebody making a shot from half court or or you know somebody hitting you know three home runs in a game that's something that people look at and they go okay i admire that you just see somebody you know smacking a, a, a controller around and yeah. and and you know playing video games they go well i could do that too and so well, that let me, let me ask you are they, so there was a time you know just a few years ago when like staples center was just sold out for these certain yeah. games. Is that still happening though with the tournaments? So that that's not necessarily like the professional gaming leagues. That's that's like one thing in particular. That's League of Legends. And that's a huge, has a huge yeah. backing by mostly South Koreans. Like South Koreans love League of Legends. The Asian community really supports that, right? Okay. And Americans really love to watch League of Legends too. So there, there's a few games here and there that are very, very popular, right? But again, it's just if I'm really good at video games and I have a personality, I'm going to go to Twitch and make hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. I'm going to be like Ninja, right. Use the big name for a while that got a $300 million deal with uh, a streaming service. Right. I'm not going to go join a esports team and make like pennies compared to that. Right. I'm going to go do my own thing, be independent and have people make donations to me, do the streaming service, all that. So it's just really, it's unfortunate that this happened, but it's in a death spiral right now. This might be the first professional sporting league that we see really has a death spiral. That you know, like started to, strong. I'll have to ask my uh, my son's friend because he was really in, into it. I mean, he he was like one of the big guys who yeah, I don't know if he started it or whatever, but I mean his his. Uh, you guys ever heard of Acorn? I think so. Yeah, it's like you, you know. Yeah, where you, you like you know, it, it was the first one where you like you you have extra little pennies and dollars and stuff like that, and they'll invest it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, yeah, he, yeah. He, his dad started that, and then they. Moved oh wow! Over. Yeah, so he moved over this thing. I mean, they had like I don't know, a couple million uh, uh, invest. You know, people who who uh, deposit with them, but uh, yeah, he, he, it, he it, it built the esports though. So. Good. It's pretty interesting. I remember the first big investor, and I was like, "Really?" It was Rick Fox. Do you remember Rick Fox? Oh, sure. Yeah, the, the yeah. NBA player. Yeah, he was the first big athlete to get into esports and actually put a substantial amount of money on a team and start develop it. And I was like, "Wow, this is Rick Fox. Like, that's a pretty big name." Yeah. And then everybody just started following him. And then now it's now it's going up in flames. It's very unfortunate. Now, did he get we're out? Just, we are. I we're think, about to. Well, he might have. We're about to air a story tomorrow on uh, women gamers and the percentages, 41% of all the gamers are women, 29% identify as women of color. And there's, yeah. a, there's huh. kind of a groundswell of momentum to kind of get more women of color 
playing the game because it's a the whole gaming thing before FP gave us that news is is, is you know is, is a billion dollar yeah well Vern industry. this is really this is very important that you brought this up and I'm I'm glad you brought this up they're actually taking a lot of the the money in professional esports and they're going to put it in professional women's esports because Hmm. A lot of men play video games, right? But Microsoft, Blizzard, all these companies, Activision, which is Activision, Blizzard, right? All these companies, uh, Riot, they want to have more women and they want to have more women people of color, right? So they're going to invest more into these sports leagues to try to say, hey, you know, that person is me, like, right? And I can root for somebody and it's okay to play video games as a woman, right? So they're going to take all those resources that was in the male league and they're going to put it in the female league and see what happens. Which yeah. I think is here, great here in the Bay area. There was just a conference down in the Embarcadero. It's called uh, um, women got game. And if this was a summit, kind of a meeting, a demonstration and, 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 and chances to play games to attract, they attracted 125 women of color from local high schools to be part of this summit. And uh, and now this weekend the, the summer is going to continue in Atlanta, but uh, but the, the the spearheading this is a is a woman of color who's been a gamer for for over thirty years, and uh, and she she just saw the need for this, and you don't have to be really a gamer, you could be a, a a coder. She just she just wants more women of color involved in the industry. Yep, that's awesome. I lo- absolutely love that. I like to normalize things that people like to do, right? For the longest time, I even felt this in high school. I played lots of video games and, you know, there's a stigma about it, right? I was, I played sports, but if I told people I played a certain game or I did, you know, did this, they'd be like, oh, you're a nerd. You're, you're this. And yeah. you'd be trying, like people would make fun of you. Now I, I see kids in high school talk about playing everything. And it, I think it's really cool to just destigmatize well, it's sort of like, playing uh, video games. The TV show, The Big Bang Theory, where it's like, you know, suddenly being a nerd is cool. Well, you know, guys like Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg. I mean, when you, when you have a lot of money, suddenly yeah, being a nerd wasn't such a bad thing. Hey, if you live in the Bay Area, you'll know it's cool to be a nerd because you got a lot of money, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Hey, great, guys. You ready? Here's our next trivia question. So this one's an easy one. All right. You ready? When you hit the ball and decide to shoot the same shot again, this is referred to as what? We're talking golf. Okay. Right. That's an easy one. All right. So, so in other words, you're on the tee. Yep. You hit your ball. Yep. And then still on the tee, you hit, you hit another one. Exactly. Okay. okay. What's, that, what's that called? What's that referred to? All right. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back.
The Mount View Hotel and Spa in Calistoga is offering 25% off all rooms this season. The historic Art Deco Hotel located in the heart of downtown Calistoga features welcoming accommodations, beautiful outdoor space, a pool and mineral springs jet spa, walk to restaurants, tasting rooms and shops, or relax at True Spa Calistoga. The Mount View is everything you love about wine country and so much more. To reserve your room with 25% savings, visit mountviewhotel.com. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeshoreLodge.com. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. So call 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order your pizza. The Bay Area's favorite tribute to Tom Petty. Petty Theft brings their 20th anniversary tour to the Journey Downtown Theater in Vacaville. Saturday, April 22nd. Petty Theft for an evening celebrating the music of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Petty Theft. A show not to miss. Tickets are on sale now. Available at journeydowntownvenue.com. We all know in this current real estate market, great deals are hard to find. We may have a solution for you. If you want exclusive off-market real estate deals delivered to your inbox every single month, then you need to sign up for Scottsdale REI's Trade Desk by visiting scottsdalerei.com slash trade desk. Scottsdale REI delivers exclusive access to off-market mortgage notes like performing loans, non-performing loans, and even REOs every single month. Just head over to scottsdalerei.com slash trade desk and sign up. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with F.P. Santana, Jr., Vern Glenn, and Russell Jackman. We're going to miss F.P. in a couple of weeks here. He's going to be moving onward and upward. We'll happy. see about that. You guys will definitely be able to talk more. That's for sure. Yeah, that's okay. Now, you always pretty much <laughs> here. Okay. Uh, so, in golf, when you hit the ball and decide, nah, I'm going to shoot it again, what do you call this? Well, there's actually two answers to that. Oh, really? Okay. In professional golf, if you hit one and decide to hit another one, that's a provisional, just in case you might have lost that first one. The other answer, when you're, it's just you and me playing, maybe yeah. uh, maybe charity golf, something like that, it's a mulligan. Mulligan, that's right. Wait, I never heard of that, provisional. Um, it's basically still, a, I mean, oh, a mulligan was base, is basically a get-out-of-jail-free card. 
whereas a provisional. Yeah, well, they they, yeah, they, they, they don't do any mulligans in professional golf. Yeah. <laughs> and and if you watch the Masters, um, John Rahm did hit a tee shot that went wide right, and uh, and and while he was standing there, he had another one, a provisional, just in case the first one wasn't found. Turns out that he did find the first one. It was in another fairway, and he hit it back. So that's what happened. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. He doesn't get to choose which one, though. No, he, he hit the second one in case the first one could not be found. But then is there any penalty for that? No. Well, then I'm just going to keep doing that every time. You know? <laughs> I mean, listen, the only difference between me and being on the PGA Tour is they don't allow me a mulligan on every shot. That's all. Right? Okay. <laughs> Actually, you guys don't. Uh, you, I, I don't know if you guys have ever played with Vern, but I, I played with him, and uh, he's pretty good. No, no, I am yeah, not. Are, yeah. No, no. <laughs> there might be some. There might be some viewers out there that have played with me a bunch, and they will they they will laugh out loud. No, well, no, I am okay. Not. I, I mean, let's put it this way: you're a lot better than maybe people would just assume. You know, how's that? Is that fair enough? Because I mean, I've seen you hit some. I mean, you hit some. Oh yeah. I mean, listen, I've I've hit shots. You know, two hundred seventy-five yards right down the. You know, but I don't do it all the time, and that's. that's I have a, a uh, when it comes to golf, I have a very small tank of in of of, of energy. So maybe yeah, probably after five holes, the yeah. stamina hits, and yeah. I'm no good to you. I, I, you know, I'm the same way. It's like me after after nine holes. It's like I just can't. I just can't do this. Eighteen. Yeah. Imagine these after guys. nine holes, I'm ready to go to the nineteenth hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And can you imagine? I mean, it's uh, you know, they got these guys have to do it four in a row, right? We have four days in a row and walk walk the course. Now, the thing is, they do have a caddy, so that kind of helps a little bit, but uh, still, that's that's still a lot. Um, let's see here, what do I get? What do I have here else? Uh, Michael Jordan is preparing to sell his stake in the Hornets. Yeah, I wonder what's that worth to him. I don't, I I don't have the numbers in front of him, but I, I wonder. I wonder what he stands to gain by selling his shares, his ownership shares of the team. Gain or loss? I don't know. He, you know, I'm not sure if he's going to make a profit on it. And I don't know how I much you think. Put so, in. Don't, don't, I think all depends on how long ago. Done up in value, yeah, possibly. Uh, it, you know, it's really interesting when you have such an elite athlete that cares so much about competition, always come in and really. I won't, I won't say, I guess, fail, right? That's not, you, you kind of failed. You didn't do well. They didn't win a championship. They didn't really even go to the playoffs. So, And a, a lot of people are seeing something similar with LeBron's ownership group, right? As soon as he started to have a stake in the, the Red Sox, I think it's Manchester United, those teams started not do too well, too. And everyone's like, I don't want LeBron to own my team. And so it's, it's like you have these phenomenal athletes that come in. You think they know something about winning, but – you know, I think being an athlete and being a businessman is completely different. Yeah. Well, look, right? look at, look at, at, least, at least being an owner. So. Yeah. Well, look at Jerry West. You know, that guy, he just couldn't, he couldn't win being, you know, being a coach. I mean, player, fantastic, but managing or coaching people, or, or in this case, owning a team with, you know, uh, 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 Michael Jordan. I guess, I don't know how much input he had in, you know, in coaching. What do you think? Did, did you think he just kind of stepped back and just was an owner? I'm not, I'm not really too sure. Maybe he wasn't as hands-on that we believe, right? Um, I know for like one example is Barry Bonds is, was a coach for the Miami Marlins for a while, right? And he helped out a lot of guys down there, but he was kind of on his own program from what I heard. Like he would, you know, he would show up when he wanted to, 
because he's Barry Bonds. I'm sure right. Michael Jordan was the same thing. I'm sure Michael Jordan was way worried, more worried about, you know, his, his Jordan brand. I think yeah. he's probably way more worried about building golf courses, things like that, right? He probably wasn't too worried about the Charlotte Hornets at the end of the day, as much as he'd probably tell you, but can you maybe imagine that's what kind of happened. Can you imagine how intimidating it would be being a player under Michael Jordan? Yeah, it would be crazy. How much did he buy? I, I think I think your mic went out again, Vern. Did it go yeah. out again? Just a little bit. How much did he buy for? This is a, this is important. Okay, he's gonna he's gonna okay. come back in. So uh, what uh, the other part is going to put here is the uh, NBA is investigating the Mavericks for sitting out players in order to get a higher draft pick. You know, it's, I mean, part of me says, okay, as a fan, you always want to see the best players play, right? But, you know, can't people play whoever they want? I mean, I, I get the idea. You know, that it's, it's kind of an insult to the players. We can hear you. It's That's kind, great. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of an insult. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Yeah. We're just, go ahead, Vern. I want to hear what you had to say. Yeah. Michael Jordan paid $180 million for his ownership uh, control of the Charlotte Hornets. When he sells his shares, he stands to earn $1.3 billion. Wow. From his shares. For a losing team. That's not bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good investment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look, 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 look at the Warriors here in the Bay Area. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the, 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 the Lake of Goober Group bought the Warriors for just under $500 million, and now it's worth over $3 billion. Now, how, how long ago did Michael Jordan buy the or get his interest in the – uh, it's 20 years probably, right? Let's see here. Yeah, that seems about right. Yeah. I'd have to figure that out. 2010. 2010. 2010. Wow, that's not a bad investment That actually is a pretty darn good investment. Yeah, no, that's very oh, good. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's a smart cookie. Uh, we were just talking also about the NBA uh, investigating the Mavericks for sitting out the players. That's kind of if – I'm, if I'm a second stringer, let's say – I'm going to be kind of upset that, you know, listen, I'm in the NBA. Maybe I'm not as good as X, but it's like, don't, don't insult me that way, you know? Yeah. But it was, this I wouldn't is, complain this is too much blatant. if I was a, if it was a bench player on the Dallas Mavericks about what, what happened, because you, you, you make that kind of noise, they'd be like, hey, son. You see that? You see that bus? You can get on that, and you can play for the G League team. Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. I, I don't mean. I don't mean. Uh, I don't mean the players saying that to like a coach or something. I'm, I mean talking to let's say the media and going, "Listen, I'm, yeah. I'm not in the NBA because you know I'm not good. I'm just maybe not as good as you know." Well, this this kind of bothers me, okay? And it bothered a lot of NBA fans because now you're ruining with the spirit of competition. It's why we watch the games is to watch teams win, right? They set all their star players because they wanted to get a draft pick. They want to stay in the top 10. If they lost their top 10 draft pick, they would have lost it to another team or something like that. I believe that's how it was working out. And they were one game out of the playing tournament. They were going to be in the playoffs, and they decided not to get in the play-in tournament because they, they thought they were going to lose. So now you're telling everybody on the team that you don't think you're going to win. You think everyone's – the team's not good, and then you're trying to save a draft pick? Yeah, this should definitely be investigated. This sucks. This yeah, sucks that, for that fans. Would, that this sucks have, for everybody. Yeah. Well, yeah, management is one of the big issues in the NBA. And the, the NBA has tried to you know look into it, tweak it, I know that some of the top stars, if you were an all-star worthy player, you were required to play 
of the schedule. Oh. And, um, there's just, uh, you know, there's there's guys that, I mean, there, there's people like Greg Popovich. He's the first one that famously started yeah. sitting his guys. And um, they've tried to cut down on the back-to-backs, uh, for the, especially for the road trips. They, 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 they try, but still, you know, it's, it's, it's a big issue. Case in point, the Warriors went to Cleveland one time this year. One time. It's the second game of a back-to-back that they played the Boston Celtics. So when they got to Cleveland, all the frontline guys sat. Curry, Green, Thompson, they sat because they they just played the night before. And and you're trying to you're trying to keep your guys fresh. You know, that, now that, yeah, see that's get to the finish than, line. And and yeah. the Warriors needed every single every single game of that 82 game schedule to get into the playoffs. Yeah. See, that's different. That's totally different than just tanking. I mean, it, that happens in baseball too. You know, you get, they get, you, you get these teams that get so frustrated because they, they're about to get into the playoffs, but the, the one, their rival team is playing a team where they're, they're throwing in all their third stringers and they get frustrated because it's like, no, you know, play your best players. We want to get into the playoffs. You know? Well, well like, I think this also bodes ill for a guy like uh, Luka Doncic, who, you yeah. know, a lot of people were saying is the next great Magic Johnson, and 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 he's compared to LeBron, and he's compared to to Jordan, and and all this stuff. And really, you know, anyone that has that much of a competitive edge shouldn't be part of a team that that intentionally tries to tank, especially that you're only getting three percent of a chance more of getting Web Mignogna, which is you know not again you know they they really ruin their reputation for what i mean just a tiny fragment of a percentage chance that they'll get the number one overall pick which yeah but everybody does it russ i mean why 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 do the why do the mavericks get railed and the knicks don't the knicks been there they 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 tank for years just to get a top pick so because they already have you know kyrie irving and they have um, uh, uh, Luka Doncic on there. They they've already had two quote unquote phenoms on on their team, and you know this is the result that you don't even get into the playoffs. They got to bring uh, John Starks back. Yeah, thank John you very Stark. much. <laughs> well, that well he played for the Knicks, but uh, the Mavericks. Okay. Yeah, I, I it's 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 an issue. It's a situation. Uh, yeah, you mentioned those two frontline guys. Uh, I still have never seen two beat five, but. Um, there you go. Yeah, they have not much to Mark Cuban has got to put them both on Shark Tank and see. Yeah, exactly. All right, last thing I have here is Aaron Rodgers. Is he going to the Jets? Is that finalized yet? Is he walking over there? The question, does anybody care? Well, wait, hold on. I'm sorry, Vern. What was that? Does anybody care? Does anybody care? And Russell, what were you saying? Is he actually walking from Green Bay over to New York? Because that's how long it's <laughs> trade is seeming to take i mean i everybody else has got their team totally put together and and the jets are you know literally have their fingers in their nose just saying you know are we going to get aaron Rodgers? we're not going to get aaron Rodgers. it's it's ridiculous i mean a lot of teams are already starting organized team activities in a a few in about another month and they don't even know who their starting quarterback is going to be oh my goodness russ russ Imagining Aaron Rodgers hitchhike across <laughs> Green Bay to I New York, totally just put his that. thumb up, 
is not out of the realm of possibility now. Yeah, I can totally see really funny. If you get some bad guys, they'll run them up. They'll go. You'll hear boom, boom, er, mm, boom, boom, er, mm, boom, boom. <laughs> All right, you guys ready for our last trivia question here? All right, we're talking golf, and this one is actually a multiple choice. Which of the following clubs, golf clubs, we're talking, has the highest degree of loft? A driver, a putter, a sand wedge, or a seven iron? Okay, that's, that's mm. you have four choices there. What, which of the following clubs has the highest degree of loft? A driver, a putter, a sand wedge, or a seven iron? All right, stay with us. Sports Econ 101, we'll be back with some great closing comments and some funny thoughts for the day. Oh. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the U.S. USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. How would you like to publish and sell your own audio book? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. 
Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing, to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with F.P. Santangelo Jr., Russell Jackman, and Bernie Glenn. Uh, third trivia question, which of the following clubs, golf clubs we're talking about here, has the highest degree of loft, a driver, a putter, a sand wedge, or a seven iron? The highest I'll say the wedge. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go sand wedge, too. I mean, if you, if you talk about loft, just yep. big degrees, like, like popping up in the air. Flop and, shots, what have you? You know, when when you're when you're working on your short game, um, it doesn't get any higher. They're like 58, 60 degree. That, yep. and, and oh, you're all yeah. correct. That's a, that's right. It is a sand wedge. Yeah, because we we're talking about highest degree of loft, not you know who could hit you know the, the furthest club. Um, okay, are you guys ready for our thoughts for the day? Go. So my wife accused me of stealing her thesaurus. Not only was I shocked, I was appalled, aghast, and dismayed. <laughs> and, i like that one and um i wouldn't worry about your tv or your smartphone spying on you it's the vacuum cleaner i would worry about because it's been gathering dirt on you for years ah that's a good yeah, you one you know what that's here's the sad one. part fp you're gonna miss all of these great yeah the day. i know you're just gonna have to text him to me <laughs> they're not gonna have the same pop though they're not gonna have the same pop yeah. That's true. Uh, that's right. Actually, next week is going to be your uh, last week because I'm going to be out the 24th to the 26th. So we're going to have to repeat a show. But in that, on that note, yeah. tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good afternoon. Adios. Oh, wow.